when I was a kid, I used to pull weeds for my grandpa, who I called Papa. Sounds fun. And he always brought me to pull them up, and he would always make a big deal, which was smart of him because then I would pull weeds for him. But the reason he did it was because some of them were hard. Some weeds were easy. He had kind of a big orchard, but some weeds, the roots were deep. And I mean, it was a struggle. And he was smart. He didn't want to do it because he'd hurt himself. So he had me, the young middle school, high schooler, do it. And that's what I did for Papa. It's one of my big jobs for him during the summer. Mm -hmm. And he made me feel good. But I always liked pulling the easy weeds. You know, the ones that were hard were hard. Yeah. Um, the easy ones were nice. And for us as men, it's kind of like that. When we don't have a good root system in our life, when things get bad, when things get hard, we don't last. We don't have anything that holds us together. And the spiritual side of our life is our root system. And we're going to talk about why that's important today. This is the Thriving Man Podcast with David and Reese Maxwell. These weekly shows are designed to help you remove the confusion from your life and make real progress with your growth. No matter where you are or where you're going, we're here to help you live a life you can be proud of. So welcome to the Thriving Man Podcast. Welcome to the Thriving Man Podcast. We're here to help you break out of survival mode and start living a life that you can be proud of. I'm Reese. And I'm David. And this week, actually this month, mm -hmm. we are talking about the subject of spirituality. It is of the core for yeah. what we see as the most integral. Um, we'll discuss that a little bit in the future, but I think first we kind of need to defend it. Yeah. We need to defend why we're talking about spirituality, why we classified it as one of the four, because the truth is the modern West mm -hmm. does not value spirituality much at all. Yeah, we don't. A lot of people in the West today are very much into what is science and and give me, you know, specific scientific things. And they're like, oh, that religion stuff, that spiritual stuff. But if you look at it, it's funny how people who would deny God a lot of times still have spiritual things they do or involved in their life. Right. Or now they start talking about the universe and saying things like that. So they're kind of getting a form of spirituality when it's not what real spirituality is. Yeah, I would say our culture kind of falls into two big camps that mm -hmm. aren't – that I would say we kind of have to defend this too. Yeah. yeah. One, there's the modernists, mm -hmm. which is the people that say spirituality just doesn't exist. Yeah. You can't measure it. You can't uh, check it with science. You yeah. can't fact check it. I can't see God. Therefore, it's just a crutch for people who can't do life on mm -hmm. their own. This got very big in like the late 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah. And there's still plenty of people that, even if they wouldn't say that, mm -hmm. have that in the back of their mind. Yeah, it's true. You know, there's some yeah. people that are like, oh, I believe in God. The way they live is modernist. Yeah. You know, yeah. the way <laughs> they live is, this is all it is, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then there's the postmodernist. And those are the people who kind of think to themselves, it's all true. It's mm. any kind of spirituality is good. Spirituality yeah. is real, but. 
it's whatever you prefer. It's yeah, kind of like yeah. choosing a streaming service. You know, Spotify, yeah. Apple Music, they're both music. And what really matters is just listening to music, yeah, man. It's true. That's a big category now. Yeah, it is. It's like people, oh, you're into Netflix? That's great, man. Mm-hmm. I'm into Apple streaming services or, you know, I'm into Amazon. And true. Yeah, that is so true. That's a good way to explain how it is for a lot of people. And the unfortunate part of that is what it does is it reduces our spirituality to just basically being entertainment. It, yeah. We've turned it into something that, oh, you go to it when you need it. Yeah, and it's kind of uh, just one more thing added to the thing. And plus, we maintain control when we have it like that. Oh, that's a good point. Where, where you know, I'm picking the streaming service. I'm picking God. I'm picking what I want God to be. I pick the religion that I like, and that yep. fits the most with how I am. Yeah, yeah. And the, the unfortunate truth is that has not helped us. No, it hadn't helped our society at all. You've seen it actually de- uh, kind of denigrate down. Yeah, I mean, because if nobody knows the truth, mm-hmm. if, oh, everything is truth, then how do you measure anything? Yeah. How do you measure, let's say, laws? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you do punishment for different crimes? What is classified as a crime? Yeah. I mean, at this point now, what's classified as sex, what's classified as a gender. Mm -hmm. All of these things are now on the table because we've removed spirituality and made it some peripheral thing that like, hey, if you like that, that's cool. But if not, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And we've taken away all the the boundaries that are actually there to help us and are good. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you're driving on the road, if you don't drive in your lane, it becomes a problem, not just for you, it's dangerous. but for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've kind of missed, that spirituality, what God has done is given us the lane to drive in for right. our life. And as we've seen society get away from that, we've seen the problems. Yeah. I mean, I would say our culture is more angry, bitter, mm-hmm. cynical, chaotic, yeah. unsure. I mean, there's a ton of stuff going on that's like turmoil. Mm-hmm. really defines this culture in a lot of ways. And people may ask, why? Is it just happened to be that way? No, we've cut off the roots yeah. to our life. We've yeah. cut off the foundation. We've cut off what we're building our life on. So mm-hmm. of course, every little thing's going to blow the house down if it's built on sand. Yeah, Every little thing will push the tree over if there's no roots. Yeah, And so we, our culture is just flip-flopping back and forth, back and forth. The, the next influencer, the next politician, yeah. the next person that you talk to can completely upend your world because there's no roots. Well, and we see that in people the way, you know, they're all into one thing and then two weeks later, they're all into something else. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm all into eating vegan and then, you know, a month later, they're all into anti-seed oil, you know, and then mm-hmm. they're into just eating meat. You know, and you see people, and that just does weird things to you mm-hmm. as a person, your life. Um, and I think we we got to figure out what's what's something that's a little deeper and what will build roots in our life. Yeah, and let's talk a little bit about why the spiritual is the roots. Like, yeah. why isn't it the mental side? Yeah. Why isn't it your emotional health? Maybe mm-hmm. it's all just you use spiritual to help your psychology. Mm-hmm. How come it's not that? It's the opposite. You know, why would why would the spiritual be the most base thing that we need. Yeah, I think we have to remember that we are physical creatures, but we do have a spiritual side. Mm. 
as humans, we were created different from the animals. We're not animals. You know, people who want to say, well, a human is just a more evolved animal. They don't understand what a human really is. We're very different. We, we don't live uh, like animals do. Animals are kind of slaves to their own appetite. Mm. You know, if an animal says, I want to kill this other animal, they just go do it. Mm-hmm. I want to go have sex with this other animal. They just go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be the boss of this tribe. They just go do it. And the bad thing is our society is kind of becoming like that right. as we get away from it. But we're different. Mm-hmm. You know, we we have reason. We think about stuff. Humans think about, okay, what is my purpose in life? What is the meaning of life? What is right and wrong? And that's from our spirit. That's from the spiritual side of us. We want to have a purpose outside of existence. And that's what separates us from animals. Mm. And that's where the spiritual side, I think, shows itself even to people who say, well, I don't believe in God. But a lot of times they still want to look at, well, what is the purpose of my life? What am I living for? Exactly. And you see people who maybe go the opposite way and they just live for their own appetites. After a while, they just get kind of bored with it. Mm-hmm. There's no real purpose in it. You know, like if there's a guy out there who says, you know, I'm going to have sex with many women as possible. Okay. Well, what happens when you hit the 100 mark? When you hit the 200 mark? You just kind of get bored. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to get into weird stuff. We see that with guys today with porn. Porn takes them on a, on a road that they have to get more and more stuff that's that's just kind of out there and weird to even get excited anymore mm. because they've lost something of that spiritual nature of who they are. And so what we have to understand is that spiritual part is what separates us from animals. Every person has a spirit and they need to think about that when they want to think about living their best life. That's true. And that I would say that's one of the big flaws of somebody using the thing, oh, we evolved to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Oh, our mm-hmm. hunter-gatherer ancestors were like this, so we need to copy that. Yeah. On the surface, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But when you just pull a little bit deeper, yeah. you're like, why? Yeah. Who cares? If, mm-hmm. we, if we're just animals, basically, which yeah. is if you cut off the spiritual, that's essentially what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying you are. we are a higher evolved animal. Yeah. Uh, the sanctity of human life. Mm-hmm. Human life matters. Why? Yeah. Who said? Yeah. You're saying that it does? Well, I say it doesn't. Yeah. How are you right and I'm wrong? There's If you don't have a spiritual element, something higher than yourself yeah. that you have to answer to, Yeah. it's free game. And, you know, we'll talk about this a little later, but we're not very good at playing that game. We're not good at yeah. playing God. No, we're not. And, and what happens is, as people, we have to make sure we don't let people categorize us mm. as animals. And yep. as men, I think, especially in the last 50 years with the whole toxic masculinity and everything they're saying, they've reduced men down to animals. You know, oh, man, they're just out for one thing. Oh, man, they're just this way or that way. And and a lot of men have accepted that. But, but when you look throughout history, it was the men who were the spiritual giants, the men who were making sure that people lived with purpose greater than themselves. And that's because those men had some spiritual roots. And for us as men, we have to actually fight that animal nature. We all have, we all have that side of us that wants to do the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and spirituality explains that through our sin nature. Yeah. We want to do the bad thing. Yeah. But the spiritual side of us can help us to not do that bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, people think freedom is doing whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Freedom is doing the right thing. Mm. 
Freedom is when you have two options. This one's wrong. This one's good. You can choose the good. That's freedom. Mm -hmm. And a lot of men aren't living in freedom today because they don't have a spiritual side to their life. That's true. We have to have the spiritual side if we are going to live a stable, healthy, thriving life. Yeah. Now, this is the next question. If we have to have a spiritual side, why does it have to be the Christian side? Mm-hmm. Why can't it be Buddhism? Why can't it be uh, Hinduism? Why can't yeah. it be Islam? You know, why does it? Why are we specifically talking about the God of the Old Testament and New Testament? Mm-hmm. Why? Why does it have to be this way? Yeah, and the reason when we look at that, we have to understand our design. As humans, we were designed to be this way by the God of the Bible. He's the only one who really explains how we were designed, why we were designed, and what went wrong. And that's what we want to look at is God made us. He made us different from the animals. Mm -hmm. He made us to be in a relationship with him. He explains all that to us. And what we have to do is get into that design. Mm -hmm. All the others are things that we have created ourselves as humans. And something you said earlier really hit, you said what went wrong. Because mm-hmm. I think all of us in our heart of hearts yeah. know there's something missing. Yeah, there's something wrong. We can yeah. look around the world and say this isn't how it should be. Mm-hmm. We don't. Mm-hmm. We may not exactly know what should be. Yeah, but we know that ain't it. You yeah. know, this ain't yeah. it. Uh, and well, there's a guy that says it like this. Um, whenever he talks with atheists, mm-hmm. he and they say, "Oh, I don't believe in God." That he tells them, he's like, "You may not believe in God, but you sure miss him, don't you?" Mm. And that always yeah. resonates with people because yeah. it's like, man, I do wish there was somebody like that out there. Yeah. Because God is so good. Mm-hmm. And he's all powerful. Yeah. And he has perfect plans. And it seems too good to be true when we see a world full of sin and death. Yeah. But when you look at the story of scripture, it can begin to bring these tough questions that a lot of times we just push to the side. Yeah. It can bring those into focus. Well, and people ask the questions, you know, how come you know, there's so much suffering in the world. Mm-hmm. How come there's so much pain in the world? And and the Bible actually explains that yeah. better than any, anybody else because it's what really happened. And when you look at it through that lens, you begin to see the truth. Oh, it's because of this. It's because of sin and what it did to people. And what that does for us as men is it gives us a greater understanding of ourselves, of other people. Like if we see another man mess up and have an affair, we can understand why. Because we all have a sin nature we have to fight. And that's that spiritual side of us. And so I'm not excusing it. It's not right. It's wrong. But we know why it's wrong. We can say, yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. You know, it's not just go have sex with whoever you want. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at humans, we oftentimes don't know what's the best thing for ourselves. It's true. You know, look throughout history. You know, people have come to power and, and, you know, they're murdering people. They're having these huge harems. They're doing all these things. Well, that's actually in the Bible too. It shows leaders in the Bible when they get too much power, when they get too much money, when they get too many women, what happens to them? They get messed up. And that's kind of the way we are. Yeah, it's true. And the fact is like, because God designed us Mm -hmm. and he gave us the spirit and he knows all of these things, he knows what's best for us. He does. Like if somebody, 
I don't know. Let's, well, let's look at Lord of the Rings. I'm a huge yeah. Lord of the Rings nerd. Yeah. J.R.R. Tolkien made this whole world. Mm-hmm. If you want to know how something works or why something is the way it works, yeah. if he was alive, you'd go talk to J.R.R. Tolkien. You would. You wouldn't talk to some random dude. You yeah. know, you wouldn't yeah. talk to some dude that, oh, I read the books one time, mm-hmm. so I know That's better true. than J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah. He's yeah. the one who made the whole thing. Yeah. You know? It's his and, world. And it's like that on super steroids yeah. when you get yeah. to God. Mm-hmm. Because... I think really, if you examine yourself, you can see this. We are terrible at calling the shots for our own life. Yeah. Um, in the Garden of Eden in Genesis 3, it's got the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve ate that, took the definition of good and evil into their own hands. Yeah. And to this day, yeah. we are garbage at defining good and evil. We yeah. will very quickly take something terrible mm-hmm. and say it's okay. I mean, you can look at the Holocaust. Yeah. That was a great example of people who was like, oh, yeah, we got to do this for the race, you know, the yeah. future Aryan race and yeah. blah, 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 blah. And they had convinced themselves that literally slaughtering a whole people group was okay. Mm-hmm. Clearly it's not. Yeah. But they had convinced themselves of that. Yeah. The same principles happen over and over again in history. You can look at slavery of yeah. any kind in any form. Yeah. People were convincing themselves something clearly wrong is right. And if yeah. you say to yourself, oh, well, they didn't know, but I know, you're ignorant. Yeah. Because you're yeah. one person. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and we knows. always, you know, we always have those things that we think it's a good idea at the moment. And then later it turns out not to be a good idea. Always. And, and you know, like it probably happened to you as a child. I mean, when I was a kid one time, I was in front of some of my friends. I had my bike there and, I, and like a wasp landed on the bike. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to show off to my friends. I wanted to be like, I'm tough you know, my, my third grade self, I'm so tough. So I swatted it with my hand and it stung me. Mm. So at that moment, right before it, I was going to look tough in front of my friends. Well, what did I end up doing? I ended up running into the house, crying like a little girl. And my mom was chasing me around trying to get the stinger out of my hand, but she couldn't catch me. So everything I thought was going to work great yeah. actually was the complete opposite after that. Oh, yeah. And I think we've seen that throughout history and with people. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you go to a friend and say, what were you thinking? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't. And that's because a lot of times we don't know what's best for us. No, we don't. And in the moment, it feels like the right thing. Mm-hmm. But then later we're like, why did I do that? Yeah. It's because we don't know. Yeah. And and I'm not accusing anybody of something that I don't do. Yeah. I, man, I am on the same page. I need mm-hmm. God's help every day because yeah. even the small things I can't get yeah. right without him, yeah. I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So we have to live connected with God. Yeah. And connected with God does not just mean playing by God's set of rules. Yeah. That's part of it, but there's something deeper mm-hmm. and that is actually knowing God. Yeah, and that I think that's the key word is is that relationship, and that's mm-hmm. the thing that sets the God of the Bible apart from from all the other religions out there. It's is true. That he wants to really have a relationship with us, and we were created for that relationship. We were created to have that relationship with Him, yeah. and that's really what helps us because we're all individuals. Every one of us is an individual, and and so in fact, I just got today Apple. I think they're kind of copying Spotify now. They send you this year-end thing. 100% What all you've been listening to, which I was kind of excited about. I've I've been on the Apple bandwagon and I was like, gosh, it'd be kind of cool to get that when your sister has the Spotify one. Uh, But I noticed something about mine. It's hilarious how much K-pop I listen to. 
Yep. And it basically told me I'm a K-pop person. Yep. Um, and my my top 25 songs were almost all girl K-pop songs. And I'm a 56-year-old man. And you're just like, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a good thing. It's, it was either that. William Augusto was in there. So I'm either praying or listening to K-pop. Those are that, two settings. That's, that's kind of my two settings. I'm either all one or all the other. So it was very funny. Oof. And um and and New Jeans, that's funny. which is a K-pop group, was actually they were all over. They, they were good though. They, they were, were all over my They're top twenty five. So I'm I'm a new gene fan, I guess. Let's go back to the it's a relationship, not a religion. Yeah. Because you hear people say that. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to take a second and make sure people know what that means. Yeah. So I don't want to get into too much detail, but in the book of Acts, God gives us what's called the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So when we get saved and he breathes new life into us, he, he brings our spirit to life yeah. and he, he fills us with his spirit in mm-hmm. a fresh way. Yeah. Um, and when that happens, we now have this means of connecting yes. with God yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. That goes beyond a set of rules. It yeah. goes beyond a principle. And here's the thing. A lot of people say, oh, well, I'm not going to get uh, do this Jesus thing because I see a bunch of Christians not living the life. Yeah. And here's the truth. When Christians get disconnected from God mm-hmm. and they fall out of the relationship part, yeah. even if they're in the religion part, they can still be garbage people. Yep. We see all these pastors who have sexual issues going yeah. on yeah. or power trips going on. Mm-hmm. The exact same stuff that happens with non-saved people happens with saved people when they get out of the relationship. Yeah. Because the fact is a principle is not enough. Mm-hmm. If you go to scripture, it talks about the law yeah. and how the law doesn't have the power to save. Yeah. That's what it means. A principle, you can know what's right. Yeah. And still not do it. Well, people do that when they're, you know, I'm, I'm sticking to this diet. But, you know, come Friday night, 10 o'clock, they're home by themselves. The Bluebell ice cream is going to call out to them. Exactly. And, and they go eat it. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's one of those things. We have to understand that just because you know the right thing doesn't mean you're always going to do it. No. But when it's in the context of a relationship, y- you have the Holy Spirit can help guide you. Precisely. To where maybe the day before it's like, hey, don't buy the ice cream. So it won't be there yeah. and be tempting to you. When you listen to that voice, things just go a lot better. Yeah, the the fancy biblical word for that is grace. Yeah. Grace is when God gives us something that we do not deserve. Yeah. And his spirit and his guidance are all a part yeah. of grace. Because yeah. the truth is, even when you get saved and when you're living in relationship with him, you'll still trip at times. Oh, yeah. I mess up plenty. And I really am trying to walk daily with the Lord but even when I mess up, I have a relationship mm-hmm. where God picks me up and is like, hey, you know what happened? Let me transform your heart a little bit. Yeah. Let's keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very different than like, oh, if you just live by doing Bible stuff, you, yeah. if you just go to church, yeah. if you just have a morning devotional yeah. prayer time, you, you're good. Well, a lot of men do that where, you know, hey, I go to church. I'm a good guy. Well, if you understand what the Bible says, we're not really good apart from God. Mm-hmm. God gives us the grace to be good. He gives us the strength. And that's what we have to understand. The, the Bible, the Holy Spirit, prayer, all those things are there to help us in our relationship with God so we can live the way he designed us. Precisely. And that's why as men, if we really want to thrive, mm-hmm. we have to hit the spiritual side of our life. We mm-hmm. have to understand that side of our life, and we have to kind of bring it into our life in every way. Yeah. The truth is God designed you not just 
to follow some moral principles. Yeah. He designed us with the gifts that we have, mm-hmm. the talents we have, the abilities we have, yeah. the passions we have. Yeah. Anything that makes you, you, God gave that to you. And he gave it to you for a reason. Yeah. And it, you're never going to be firing on all cylinders as a person until you're with him. Yeah. I mean, you can, you know, you can be in this giant V8 truck body yeah. with a little Kia two-cylinder yeah. engine yeah, two on cylinder the inside, engine, yeah. but you're not going to move to that actual V8 until mm-hmm. you connect with him because he knows. You yeah. don't know. Yeah. I love you, but you don't know. Yeah. Because I know I don't know. Yeah. Well, and, and if you look, the Bible talks about if we remain in God, it, it, God says, if you remain in me, and I'm in you, you know, and that's the key is we remain in him, he remains in us. Then he says, you know, pretty much you can do whatever because he's going to guide you. Well, you can, he says, bear much fruit. Yeah. Which means you're going to be accomplishing what you're really meant to accomplish. That's And that's the key word. As men, we want to accomplish everything we're meant to accomplish. Yeah. And all we're saying is you want to bring the spiritual side into that. If you try to do it without the spiritual side... Like you said, it's like driving a truck with a little two-cylinder engine. Mm-hmm. You you might be able to move, but you're not going to be able to really do what the truck was designed to do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of men are out there trying to live their life on their own strength, and they're just not that strong. And because the truth is a lot of the things God gave us can be used for good or for evil. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you can use, let's say you're a really good with metalwork, a mm-hmm. blacksmith. Mm-hmm. You can make a beautiful, let's say, fence for somebody yeah. or an amazing handrail system. Or you can make a sword and kill someone with it. Yeah. The same gift can do something good or something bad. Yeah. If you're a really good videographer... Well, you can go make a beautiful picture that inspires somebody, or you can film some perverse stuff and post yeah. it online. Yeah. The same gift can be used for good or evil. It's true. And the truth is sometimes when we think we're doing one, we're really doing the other. Mm-hmm. So we need God's direction, his guidance, and his strength yeah. to even do what we know what's r- is right. Yeah, we true. And everything comes from a context of a relationship. And that's what we have to understand. God really wants a relationship. He's not just some, you know, old grumpy man in heaven mm-hmm. saying, don't do that. Don't have fun. He's saying, no, no, no. I want you to have fun. Here's the way to have it. You know, mm-hmm. like a lot of people think about, well, God puts all these restrictions on sex. God designed sex. God knows how to have the best sex. He knows the best place to have sex. He created it. And a lot of people forget that. That's why he put the boundaries on it so you can have the best sex life. That's his goal for everybody. Right. And that applies to every area of every our life. Area. Every yep. single area, relationship, gift, ability, talent, yeah. you name it, he knows. Yeah. He, he knows does. better than anybody. He does. And so we have to begin to integrate the reality of the spiritual mm-hmm. into our life. Yeah. Not just through principles, yeah. but through the person yeah. of God. Yeah. So let's start making this practical. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that we can do to integrate the spiritual side, the relationship with God into our life? Yeah, I think first it just it just begins with an attitude of don't separate the spiritual side from the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. What a lot of men do is they think, okay, well, I go to church. That's my spiritual side. Well, that's not it integrated into your life. You want to bring it into every area of your mm-hmm. life, which means you're asking God to guide you in every area of your life. Yeah. Because what's happening is a lot of us as men, we're trying to live. It's, it's almost like this. You're powering your house, 
you can hook up to the power line mm-hmm. to power everything, or you can have a hand crank generator that every day you just got to crank it up to power your house. A lot of us as men are trying to live our lives based on a hand crank generator. Yeah. And all we're saying is bring God into it, begin to pray, begin to do things to get closer to him and invite him into your life so that you can, okay, this is what it means. This is mm-hmm. how it works out. And I promise you, if you do that, you'll be a better man. You'll have a better marriage. You'll be a better dad. Whatever aspect you're looking for, God will direct you in it. And, and that spiritual change, the powerful thing is you begin mm-hmm. to change spiritually because it's your root system, it's going to change every area of your life. Exactly. Um, I think a picture of God that a lot of people underestimate, even Christians, is God wants to partner with us. Mm-hmm. He sees us as a partner to co-create the best parts and things in life. Yeah. Now, we can depend on him. We can ask him for guidance. We can walk with him. But oftentimes, he'll give us a set of boundaries and let us operate within those. Yeah. The truth is, guys, the reason that Thriving Man exists isn't just to put things in your control. It is about surrendering to the Lord in each area of yeah. your life so it can be in his control. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trying to be God for yourself is a lot of pressure. Yeah, you have hard. to. You have to. You have to be perfect. Yeah, because anything less than perfection is not good, right? Yeah, and I think a lot of men struggle with that who who don't believe in God and do believe in God. Yep. You know, for years I tried to be perfect. I tried to do everything perfect. Two point oh. Right yeah, here. yeah, and and yeah, my my son, and and there's just something in men. I think men want to do things right. Yep. And so a lot of times as men, we're like, I'm going to live perfect. I'm going to do nothing wrong. But then when we mess up, when we're trying that way, we don't give ourselves any grace. Mm-hmm. And we're like, I'm such a loser. That's why so many men, I think, have kind of quit society mm. is they've messed up or they failed in some way or they can't overcome something. So they just quit. They think I'm, I'm just, I'm a loser. I'm lost. And what's happening is they're just going to the wrong power source. Mm-hmm. They're going to themselves. When God is the one who can help you be a better man, yeah. who can help you be a more manly man, whatever it is you're looking to be, he can help you with that because he can take care of that root system that so many men don't have, yet they're trying to live with. Yeah, and I feel led to mention, we talk about a lot being journey-oriented, mm-hmm. you know, that success is inside out and on the way. Yeah. I I'm I say that a lot because I have to deal with that too. Yeah. Sometimes I want to get to the destination. It's hard for me to be on the way. Yeah. You know, to be really present in the process when things aren't perfect mm-hmm. is a challenge for me. And the reason for that is I feel like I have to have all of my stuff together yeah. in order to relax. Mm-hmm. I was like that since I was a kid. You know, if my parents gave me some chores, I had to do the chores first yeah. in order to be able to go watch TV or play video games. You yeah. know, you have to have things ready and in control to relax. Yeah, Life does not work that way. Mm-hmm. Everybody listening, everybody who will listen to this or watch this knows life is way too much and too complex for you to have everything together. Yeah, You just can't. And so a lot of us just never stop. We just grind 24-7 until we fall and, and go to sleep and then wake up the next morning and keep going That's and try true. to put all the fires out. You know, and it's like the Hydra thing in Marvel, cut off one head, two more will take yeah, its place. Yeah, two more will take its place. It's like that, <laughs> but for breaking down in your house or yeah. your kids doing whatever. Mm-hmm. 
So a lot of us just never stop or never know how to enjoy the journey. Yeah. The only way to truly enjoy it is with God because mm-hmm. he does have it all together. Yeah. You may not understand it. It may not make sense to you. But the truth is because he is good, all powerful, mm-hmm. all knowing, his timing is perfect, and ultimately he's working all things out together for our good even when things seem like junk. Yeah. We can relax. Mm-hmm. So that's just one example of how integral it is to yeah. have God in our life because such a foundational perspective yeah. is impossible without him. Yeah. No, it really is. And a lot of times we find as men, the things we struggle with actually have spiritual roots to them. That's true. So when you take care of the spiritual, it gives you the power to then overcome. You know, where if you have a drug addiction, if you have an alcohol addiction, porn, worry, pride, anger, mm-hmm. all of those things, when you begin to take care of the spiritual side, mm-hmm. a lot of times then it gives you the power, the direction to take care of the other. It doesn't mean things are going to go away quickly. Sometimes you have to do some inner work, but you have the power to do it then. And that's what we want to understand. Those spiritual roots are important to us as men if we really want to thrive in every area of our life. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly right. So let's uh, give the guys a challenge. Yeah. Let's go ahead and give them some advice. What are some questions they should walk away with and kind of ask themselves this week? Yeah, I think one of the main questions is, are you giving your spiritual side attention? Are you really even thinking about it? A lot of guys just see it as either a checklist. If you you go to church, you say, okay, I'll go to church. That's Mm -hmm. enough. But is that really giving it attention? Um, and then the other side is, are you trying to be the, the master of your life or, or is God the master of your life? Mm-hmm. You know, the master and commander. Uh, you know, a lot of us as men, we want to, I set my fate. I do what I want to do. And, and there's some, we are responsible for our lives and we should be good stewards and make good choices. But ultimately, God is the one in control. And so what you have to do as a man is really think about, Who's in control of my life? Mm-hmm. Is it me or is it God? Yeah. And the truth is, if you have not gotten a full presentation of what the story of Scripture means, uh, I think Paul gives a really good example in the book of Romans. He said, all have sinned, which the word for sin is just a spiritual way of saying has missed, missed, <laughs> missed the mark. Missed the mark, yeah. Um, everyone's missed the mark and fallen short of God's glory. Mm-hmm. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ. Mm -hmm. The whole thing is that since the very beginning, you can go look in Genesis 3, when God created man, he gave them free will. And he said, partner with me. Just Mm -hmm. don't do this one thing, which is eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. What did they do? They went straight to it. They immediately immediately went to it. And we all do that. All of us have screwed up. All of us have created a rift between ourselves and God mm-hmm. because God at his core is good Yeah, and sin is not good. No. So being not good separates us from God mm-hmm. and God did not want to leave it that way. So he sent his son Jesus to die for us on the cross. He was born, he lived a human life, but yep. he did it perfectly. He he didn't fall into temptation. He fought through it. He didn't follow his own will. He listened to the Father's will yeah. and ultimately died on the cross to pay the price for sin because sin leads to death. Mm-hmm. talks about that in the book of James. Sin ultimately leads to death. 
But God took that death upon himself and conquered it so that he could bridge the gap between Mm -hmm. us and him. So in order to be able to have that relationship with God and have our spirits, which were born dead, we may be physically breathing, but our spirits are dead until we encounter the Lord. In order to have that spirit come to life and have that relationship with God, it's through Christ. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I am the way. He's the way that we get to him. Yeah, He's the way, the truth, and the life. Your performance, your ability, your skills and charisma and accomplishments will never be enough to earn God. But the good thing is that it doesn't have to be because Jesus earned that relationship for us. Yeah. It's kind of like being a child of a parent. You yeah. didn't earn being that person's mm-hmm. child, but they brought you into the family. Yeah, God has adopted us. So if you accept that through believing that Jesus was the son of God, died and rose again. And if you give your life to him completely, you can start that right now. Yeah. So that would be the first challenge. If you're not Mm -hmm. prioritizing it, pray that prayer, talk with the Lord, begin that journey. And over the next couple weeks, we're going to actually talk about some of the ways that you can live on that journey long term. Yeah. Yeah. And if you need some more resources, there's a great website out there, jesus.net, that kind of explains everything that we just talked about in a little more detail for you. Yeah. And then for those of you who say, well, I, I do know the Lord. Well, then the question becomes, are you living in religion or in a real relationship? Are you really living in a relationship with God or have you just kind of, I'm just checking the boxes, I'm going to church, I'm doing what I got to do. Is it just kind of reduced down to, well, I try to teach the Ten Commandments, but that's about it, you know, and, and I'm not real good at those. You know, we, we, it's beyond that. God wants to know you. He wants to be in a relationship with you. And what we want to do is learn how to walk with God. And that's our challenge to you. If you're not walking with God, think about what can I do to begin to walk with God. And over the next couple of weeks, we're going to cover some things that we think will help you, well, we know they'll help you, actually begin to walk with God in powerful ways. Yep. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Thriving Man Podcast. If you want to check out more resources from David and Reese, you can go to thrivingman.com. We'll see you in the next episode.